Laura, have you met any new black people this week? Why, of course, well, no, I guess I shouldn't say of course, because it's not always a thing that happens. But uh, a few days ago, I met Lester Holt from NBC Nightly News, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, he was in town because he was doing a story of some sort, and he wanted to meet people who ride bikes in Portland. And so, well, here I am being a person who rides bikes in Portland and my girl Kianda, who is a regular black person in my life, um, was like, hey girl, let's go meet this special person. And I was like, who's the special person? I didn't find out till I got there. I thought we were gonna meet her auntie. But anyway, the point is I met Lester Holt. He cool, he's really, really tall as well. Um, How tall is tall? Like, Well, I'm 5'3", so I'm gonna say he was like six, three and a half. But I was wearing wow. my Converse's, so that makes me feel a little shorter than I might be. But whatever. I think he's like 6'3". He's a very giant man. I will say, however, that Lester might need a tighter circle around him that shows him more love because his makeup was not blended properly, and I do uh -oh. not appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't say anything to Lester because, like, we, we hadn't had beer yet or anything. I mean, we haven't had one ever. But, like, I'm saying in the future when we meet again, I'll let him know because then by then we'll be friends. How right. about you, Aisha? You know. Have you been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Are you meeting black people right now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your phone, Laura? <laughs> it was my phone. We could have met Rihanna. She could have been. No. Okay. Okay. So, yes. Well, recently, I, I guess this kind of counts. I am going to say that I read. I read Meggie Miller. <laughs> I met Reggie Miller. <laughs> more, more. Where I need context. For okay. This. So I wrote this article for Bicycling Magazine about representation and how there isn't any and how the industry could do um, help to solve that problem. And Reggie Miller really liked my article and slid in my DMs to tell me and ask me what he could do to sort of help. He's like super into mountain biking now. Oh, yeah, it's super important to know. He's like really into mountain biking these days, in addition to being like a commentator for basketball. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. And so now we're friends That's on so Instagram dope. and we're friends on the Twitters. And so I don't like bother him or anything, but sometimes I like tweet stuff and he'll retweet it and it's kind of cool. So, <laughs> that's so dope. I mean, I want to talk offline about what you told him he could do. Um, oh, I told but, him yeah, to find dope. organizations that are already doing the work in his local area because that is. Um, instead of reinventing the wheel, supporting the people who are already trying to do the stuff and provide backup. So, yeah. So <laughs> provide was, backup. Reggie, yeah. we need backup, a.k.a. your resources, a.k.a. Your, your resources. Money. Use your resources yes. for good, Mr. Miller. Yes. Mr. Miller, please. Okay. Fix it like Jesus. 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 So who are you today, Laura? I am Laura Solis, and I am trying to be the change I want to see in the world. Mm, admirable. I am Aisha McGowan, and I am doing my best not to overextend. Also very admirable. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this week for Yas Queen. <laughs> I just need you to realize it has been how long and you still say that as if it is a 
foreign thing for you to say, as if it was the very first time you've ever said that. I believe I accept you, you for who you are. This, this, this time around, who are we dealing with? Yes, I did. So my Yas queen is Miss Annie Dillard, who is 92 years old, and she just graduated with an associates from a technical school. Um, okay, but nice. it is, she decided she just wanted to go to school again. She apparently had gotten a bachelor's back in the 50s. Yes, people. The 50s. So like 70, right? 70. <gasps> 70, 80 years ago? What? I don't know. Math. Moving on. Um, but what I appreciated was that she was just like, you can make it if you try. You just have to start. Basic, but yeah. so true. I feel like we yeah. all hold ourselves back sometimes. And sometimes you just need to hear that. She's actually going to go back in the fall to get another degree. Why? Because she feel like it. Go for it. Hard get yourself some education. Started. All right. I, well, I appreciate it. Yes, queen to her. Mm -hmm. That is... Into oh, it. by the way, if you wanted by to look her up, there's another woman named Annie Dillard that is a white woman. That ain't yes. it. That ain't the it person. Sounds like a very popular name, actually. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I knew an Annie Dillard in college, but th that is neither. It might have been a, 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 the okay. author. It was definitely a different one because she is not 92. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> all right, moving right along. Um, and I can edit moving right along out, so I don't say things like that. Uh, let's see. So this week we wanted to talk about um, the recent instances of white folks calling 911 because black people have made them uncomfortable. Um, and this isn't a new problem. This is a- Can we a, cue in Wyclef Jean's please don't, what is it? Please don't call 911. <laughs> no, he told them to call 911. <laughs> Um, it said oh, someone, please call 911, but we don't want them to do that. Oh no, we need that. Yeah. Yeah. That was wrong. My bad. My bad. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Like don't, don't call. But that is a very good cover opportunity. Someone should do a remake. But anyway, yeah, we don't want, we don't want them to call 911. We really don't want anyone to call 911 ever because good things just don't happen when you call 911. And especially in black neighborhoods, they don't tend to show up in a timely fashion anyway. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, but it seems like when the white folks call 911, they get there quick, fast, in a hurry and cause nothing but trouble. I will say I have called 911 before mm -hmm. in a black neighborhood, so my own neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, and I did put on my customer service voice so that they would respond <laughs> expeditiously. Um but what had happened was I was at the laundromat, minding okay. my own business, literally washing my own stuff, okay. washing my drawers. And a, a, a person appeared okay. who was talking to himself. And that's fine. Go ahead. Talk to yourself. There's, I don't feel threatened by you talking to yourself. But then I noticed he had a machete in his hand. And I was like, <laughs> hold up. That... That is of concern to me because if the voices are telling you to use the machete, because see, it wasn't like he was calmly walking around with the machete, whatever that looks like. The machete was above his waist. And so mm. I'm like, nah, was nah, he like yo. waving it around? No, no. He was just walking with it as if he oh. was holding, say, the remote control in his hand. Okay. And it just happened to be, it I'm happened sure to be a machete. Admittedly, I was concerned, as were the other people around me whose eyes were wide. And so I called the 911 um, okay. as I walked out of the laundromat. 
Um, because I didn't need to know what was gonna go down. I had to come back eventually to go get my my dry clothes. But um that's I say that and I recognize that I wish there were a better way to deal with situations where it is apparent that there's an individual who is dealing with you know, an incapacity to do something something differently. Yeah. Um, Like a behavioral thing. That's not just, not just criminal, but something like outside of their actual control. Cause it's not quite three, one, one. Like I'm not calling to tell you that the fire hydrant's been open for three days. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. but I recognize that even though he might not have intended to put anybody's lives in danger, but I did feel threatened because while well, he was brandishing a machete, um, that could have easily have turned deadly. Uh, thankfully in my neighborhood, at least in that moment, when they did respond, it was nonviolent. Um, but that's not always the case. So I would say call 911 if you feel like your life is threatened, but question, <sighs> but, this but question what makes you feel your life is being threatened is it just the presence of a black person or is there actually a weapon that is or something yeah is there actually a weapon that is causing you happening all right so you know let's let's just give a little example please please do some 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 reasons that the the popo oh speaking of which side note some police department literally wrote popo on the side of the. Right, okay, we're done. Um, <laughs> Wait, on the side of the vehicles? Yes. Okay. All right. Enough, enough of that. Okay. So mm-hmm. recently, the police have been called because a black people were waiting in a Starbucks. They called it loitering. Yeah, that happened. That happened. There was a woman napping in her own dorm, com- like common area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not in her personal Oh, those people room, that were barbecuing at the, the park area. Oh yes, there was a barbecue at the park. Um, there were black women golfing too slowly. Yes. Um, and, yeah. And you, why are you moving so slowly? Event. It was their um, own fault. Aisha. There were black women loading up a vehicle at an Airbnb that they were staying at. They were leaving the Airbnb, but they were putting luggage in the car, and they were accused of, of like I guess burglarizing the Airbnb. And that's a whole But thing. can I take my own stuff, though? But can I take my own stuff, though? But did you hear about that? Not only were the neighbors, like, the neighbor called the cops and all that happened and they cleared it up. But then the owner was like, well, if they would have just waved at her and been more nice and blah, blah, blah. Like, the what? owner. Was the, yes. A mess. So, so no, 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 yeah. no, no. Hold up. The owner of the company or the owner of the space? No, the owner of the house where they were staying. Not oh, the owner okay. of Airbnb, but the okay. owner of... Like the landlord, if you will, if they yeah. are renters, the landlord. Um, and in the past, you know, wearing a hoodie in the rain, shopping for a BB gun at Walmart, buying a belt at Barney's, just you can get called on the police for existing. And it's ridiculous. It's Pretty absolutely much. ridiculous. And the, the kid recently, didn't they call the police? Um, well, I don't know why they called the police at at the Waffle House for the kid, but remember they called the police on the woman at the Waffle House because she- Oh, she wanted with some plastic utensils. Plastic utensil? Yeah. 50 cents with some plastic utensils? And they tackled this woman to the ground and her her whole titty just popped out and nobody stopped anything. Like they were, they just- So there's like parts to this. It's the police have been called and that's a problem. 
But then when the police get there, like, how do they react when they arrive? Like, yes. isn't there some onus on the police to be like, this is ridiculous. Or we, we're going to leave now. Like, this isn't a This situation. is not an emergency. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. So this You're is a two-part problem. But the they problem, should be fining the people that are calling for wasting right. their damn it's time. There, it starts with the people who are calling the police because yes. they felt uncomfortable with a situation, and there was no real tangible reason for them to feel this discomfort. And the common mm. denominator in all of these situations is that these folks were black. Yep, I'm uncomfortable because there's a black person in my in my circle in my they space. Slow in golf for real? Slow golf. What you call the police for? Yep. Seriously. And I, it, I actually had a conversation with a woman um, a, a few days ago where she is, she also lives in Portland. Um, she's white. She has two white babies and that are in grade school. And she had mentioned how she wants to make sure that her kids do grow up with diversity around them. Because what she doesn't want to have happen is that you know, whether it's when they go off to school or even just in the street with mom, if they happen to be in a part of the city that has, you know, the five brown folks in it, that they not innately feel uncomfortable because they're around people that don't look like the people they're used to seeing. And I thought it was smart of her to be aware of the fact that that can certainly happen if we allow for our children and obviously they turn into adults to only be influenced about other people's cultures and to become aware of other people's cultures based on how the media and the news informs them because you know if that is in fact all you get you don't think otherwise and you know you wind up being the 17 year old who's going off to college and sees a black man and is like oh shit Ooh, something dangerous, dangerous is about fear. to go down <laughs> exactly and you have this innate fear and it's like hold up question why do you feel uncomfortable in this situation right now and recognize that it is your lack of familiarity and your lack of being <laughs> it is your ignorance essentially that is causing yeah. you to be uncomfortable right now. It, that is exactly you it check yourself yeah right which is why like my whole existence right now is creating representation for people of color in cycling. But mm -hmm. the bigger issue there is, my thing is I know how many people ride bikes. I know how many white folks ride bikes. And those most of these folks don't really have access to people of color. And so if you can create representation there, they'll have access to actual black folks who are not necessarily scary to them. Like may, that won't be the only image that they have because right now, that's what they think. Apparently all these folks just calling the police because people are playing slow golf. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I do understand, but it's ridiculous and it needs to be resolved. It needs to stop. Like, Absolutely. we cannot just allow this to keep happening. So these people are genuinely afraid for their lives. Like, they, in their heads, they see this, whatever happened, they see somebody playing slow golf or loading up a car and they're like, oh my God, they stealing this stuff from the house. Or I don't know what the fear was with the slow golf, but they were afraid of something, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But in their heads, this is a real problem. This is a real threat and it's a real danger. And we have a society, we as a society have allowed this to happen. And when I say we, I ain't talking about us black folks. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're out here just living our lives and just people are just calling the police because they're afraid. Um, the solution in my opinion has always been better representation and 
making people step out of that comfort zone so they don't always associate anybody who that doesn't look like them with fear and danger. And obviously, mm-hmm. there are going to be some people of color that are actually a threat and are actually dangerous. But there are white people that are actually a threat and actually dangerous. But that's not the first thing you think when you see a white person. I don't Im- immediately think of Timothy McVeigh when I see a white person. No, I don't immediately think of serial bombers and serial killers. That is not no. That's not what happens. But on that note, as far as... Because admittedly, the way most people are going to be exposed to people of color, as in most white people, in this country at least, mm-hmm. is going to be through the media and yeah. through the news. And so that's where that whole having representation in Hollywood comes in. Mm-hmm. Because if the only time you see a black man is on a screen holding a gun and they're mm-hmm. not using it for good, then there goes the scared white lady who crosses the street when she's walking down the street and she sees a dude with a hoodie on. It's cold outside. Let me rock my hoodie. Like, even now, when it was just last week, I was going to the supermarket and I have this particular hoodie that I'm in love with right now that covers my, well, hoodies cover your head, right? Um, <laughs> but I was like, I asked my boyfriend, I was like, yo, babe, do I look homeless right now? And he was like, wait, what? And I was like, I need to make sure I look like I belong in this neighborhood mm-hmm. because that is so real. Someone is going to think, oh, this is a person that doesn't have a home um, because in Portland, we're currently dealing with a lot of folks that don't have homes for one reason or another. Um, and you know, I'm carrying my reusable tote bag. So I could look like a person that doesn't have a house because I'm wearing my hoodie and I have my hoodie up and I got all these, my Ikea bags looking like I'm collecting cans or something, but I'm just trying to be socially responsible when I go to the supermarket. But why do I have to care about my appearance and the fact that I know that if someone could see me and think that I'm a threat, mind you, I'm five, three and a buck 10 on a good day, but I'm still a black woman. And therefore mm-hmm. I, these are the things I'm mindful of. You might be one of them feisty black women that are, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like loud and aggressive, whatever a- stereotype you want to think about that moment. Like Seriously. it's ridiculous. Seriously. And like when you said, oh, when I see a white person, I don't see Timothy McVeigh. It's like, okay, but when I see a white person, I actually, like you said, am hyper aware of how I appear. Like. I'm not threatened by them. When I see Mm -hmm. white people, I become aware of if I can appear threatening somehow. So like, I take my hands out of my pockets. I'm trying not to hold things. I'm um, making sure, you know, I don't look homeless or I, it's it's ridiculous. Like why do I have to be so hyper aware of how I look so you don't feel like you need to call the cops on me? When I'm just hanging out, existing. You're just living your life. You're just living your life. Just living my life, minding my own business. So that's my solution. Well, that's one solution to this problem. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, people just need to mind their own business. I get it. You're trying to look out for your neighbor. You don't want anybody burglarizing the house. If you just see some women putting suitcases in a, a car nonchalantly, they're probably not burglars. And you could probably talk to them. And it's not... They're not, they don't have to wave at you and be friendly. If you actually have mm-hmm. a question, ask. The first step Seriously. is not to call the police. It's not. It really just isn't. Along that same what line. about the dude who didn't call the police? Remember the, 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 the kid in Detroit who, was it Detroit, where he missed the bus and knocked on somebody's door for help <gasps> yes. and they shot at him? Yes. With a gun? Like with a real gun and shot at him? They did not ask him. They school he was bus. there to yep. burglarize their house. So they, so they shot him. A because they saw boy. exactly they just saw a young black boy and they were like oh this can't be right the boy missed his school bus 
He needed to get. He needed someone to get the phone for they him. They were so threatened by blackness that a little boy deserved in their head. The first course of action was to shoot at him. So, and like I'm saying, it's the same to what you said. You're being mindful of your appearance. When I am, if I was that boy, if you will, I would have made sure I was smiling and I had my customer service voice on mm -hmm. because. That's how I'm supposed to act, quote unquote. But that so might that not I even appear be less threatening. Oh, of course not. Of course not. And him being male, that just mm. yeah. I, I don't live that life, but we know we're all too familiar with what can occur if you're it's a black ridiculous. man. It's ridiculous. It really for is black ridiculous. women. <sighs> all right. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I guess the point we're trying to make here, or at least the point I'm trying to make, is think before you dial nine one one. Like and question really why you feel uncomfortable. Question if your fear is beyond blackness. Like, say the thing out loud in your head, maybe. Like, oh, what am I upset about here? Are they playing golf too slowly? If they were white, would I call the police? Seriously, if they were white, <laughs> and proceed. If you wouldn't do it if they were white, mm. check yourself. Yeah. Oh, they have asked for a utensil they don't want to pay for. And now they want form. to call customer service or they want the customer service number. Or they want a manager. If now I white, need to... Would I call the police? <laughs> I, like, I can't imagine a time where you call the police because somebody don't want to pay for some Maybe court. we should create a flow chart. Oh, this is a flow people. chartable thing for sure. But it always <laughs> ends in, most of the time actually, don't call the police. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you in any real danger? And you know, Mind your business. That's kind of, you just mind your own business. That's really what it usually boils down to, people not minding their own business. All right. Do you have anything to add, Laura? Mm, no. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. All righty then. So this week on the internet, or was it recently on the internet, um, <laughs> Mr. Kanye West, had sort of a public meltdown. Um, but one of the things that he inspired, we'll call it, was the hashtag, if slavery was a choice. Girl! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. And like, it's one of those like, we laugh to keep from crying type things. Cause yes! in reality, oh, none of it was actually <laughs> funny, but it was. Cause oh, it's gosh. like, this dude really said this out loud. And he like believed it. Or maybe mm -hmm. he didn't. You know, there's some tiny conspiracies out there. What? Not neither here nor there. But <laughs> a whole hashtag, and you know, you know, Black Twitter just the memes. The memes are so good. Yeah. So in the worst way. If I can encourage you to just go to Twitter or go to Instagram and search the hashtag "If slavery was a choice." Now, don't you retweet if you're not a part of this community, mm -mm. and don't you. You know, look to understand. It's not this is not a shareable thing for you. You just can but look I need at it. You, you need to look at it and to see how ridiculous that statement is. Because I'm pretty sure there's some white folks out there that believe slavery was a. But choice. did you see? Okay, so I'm just gonna share my favorite one. One uh -huh. of my favorites, at least. And admittedly, it took me a little while. I was like, no, this ain't right. I should not be laughing. But it was mm -hmm. laugh and keep from crying. And one of them was, <laughs> um, if slavery was a choice. Who all gonna be there? Yeah. <laughs> As if you, you go to a plantation, plantation today, who all gonna be there? Like a man. Like you're going to a party. Like you're trying to decide whether or not your friend's gonna be there, whether or not. 
yes, that was one of my favorites. Because I probably would have asked something like that. And slavery was a choice. It ain't a barbecue. <laughs> it, this was not optional. No, no, no. Mess. No. Um, I lost my thought there for a second. I don't remember what I was thinking. But yeah, slavery. Oh, I remember now. Slavery was a choice for slave owners, slave masters. So Amen let's, just, to that. let's just throw that on out there. They didn't have to own slaves. It was not a requirement. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. And a lot of your faves own slaves. Just also throwing that out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, you know. You just put you, you just, know my least favorite phrase. I'm just saying, I hate it so much. It makes my blood boil. My mom says it all the time. I hate Ooh. it. But I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hypocritical foolishness? <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this because I just can't be bothered. But if you haven't heard, um, the president, the current president of somebody's United States, because, you mm-hmm. know, he ain't my president. 45. But the current elected whatever, 45, he has decided that he deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. I heard. I heard. Can you can you just decide that though? Can you just be like, I would like to win? I mean, I mean, you could say it out loud. Sure, I think I deserve the peace, the Nobel Peace Prize for existing in Portland and not causing a mess. But mm. that's not I mean, how it works, sir. That's not you. I don't think I you mean, can self nominate. I feel like black folks collectively deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. How, who would they give? Who would be our representative? Who would they give it to? I don't know. It's just so many times you just got to do the serenity prayer in your head. Is the serenity? You know the serenity prayer? Of course. I think they do, I think they use it for AA, but it's also like they have the little plaque that a lot of grandmas have in their bathroom. Yeah, I didn't know it was for AA until I think I saw that in a movie, and I was like, oh, okay. I saw it that in somebody's grandma's house. But it was it's like I'll accept the things I for change the things I can and accept the things I can't or something like that. And and oh, grant me the wisdom. To change things I can, accept the things I can't, and the wisdom to know the difference or something, something along those lines. But we just got to say that to yourself and and, and move it along. Mm-hmm. 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 So I really and do hope they don't. that's based off of him claiming mm-hmm. that North, oh, and, North and South Korea. Korea yeah. It, you know, the I, fact that they have been in communication with one another, which is the first time. You give somebody a prize. I just say we just throw that Dennis Rodman, you know, just. Seriously. <laughs> Because he is the person who we got to thank. If we're just giving <laughs> prizes to folks who really probably don't need these prizes or deserve these I am prizes. still curious about what his, why Kim Jong-un is so no with Dennis Rodman. Of all folks. Of all folks. Very odd choice. I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Um, Let's thank so we're gonna move Jesus it right along to thank you, Black Jesus, because Lord knows we ask Lord a lot, knows. and sometimes, sure you know, Black Jesus do come through. He be coming through. So, Mr. R. Kelly, mm-hmm. who has been just a stain on society, especially, sure especially on Black society, just a stain. See, on when you say society. a stain, I immediately thought of oh, a shit Lord. stain. Oh, that was a good choice of words. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Um, my bad, homie. Uh, yeah, but. The women's have decided time's up. That's that's mm. on R. Kelly. Okay. And it is about time. Okay. Sure I, really I think the hashtag is basically. silence R. Kelly. Or is yeah. It? Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Mute, mute R. Kelly. It's mute, mute R. R. Kelly. But and Spotify it, has done just that. Right. But you know, his folks like relate, like his team released this statement and they were like, these accusations are ludicrous, blah, 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 blah. The usual. And I'm just like, dude, okay, we so all seen you pee on that girl. Yes, exactly. You Come on, on a girl on tape. You on tape peeing on that. a teenage girl. There's no you, like we're not we can't sit here and pretend that didn't happen. Okay. That's Seriously. not okay. That's not okay. No. You need no. to go. And he's gonna say that was my brother. How you throw your brother under the bus no, like that? He did not. Yes, he said it was his brother. Yes. And if for the people in the back that don't know what we're talking about, R. Kelly. He is, well, firstly, the P-tape is him done peed on a girl. And she was a teenage girl. Um, and they, there was court and all that jazz. Um, fast forward, more than one woman has come forward and says that he has, um, why do I want to call it like a sexual combine? Or no, that's not the word. Combine? No. What's the word? Commune? Commune? Let's go with it. Um that, you know, it's women that are there against their will who have been abused and, you know, the abusive cycle, how that works, so forth and so on. And some people get out. I, I'm i going to liken it to, ooh, ooh, that's disrespectful, Laura. I'm not going to say that. If I was a different person, I would liken it to, not, not going to say it, not going to say okay. it, not okay. going to say it. Anyway, I would be better. But one of the ways, so, you know, people have been on a campaign as of late, mind you, all this stuff happened years ago, years and years ago. And someone came up, came up within the past six months and was like, I was being held against my will in R. Kelly's little sex community or what have you. Um, And Spotify has removed R. Kelly from their playlist, which is wonderful because you got to hit people where it hurts and that's going to be in their purse. So, I mean, you know, artists don't be making a whole lot of money off Spotify, but the gesture alone. This is true. This the is gesture true. alone, maybe somebody who, you know, actually can cut him bigger checks will follow mm. suit. And that works for me. I'm going to look that up. What is R. Kelly's net worth? Too much. <laughs> and is the R for Robert? What does the Yes, is he is Robert Kelly. Mm. <sighs> but anyway, enough about him. Can we please just, just get rid of this situation? Because... Um, it's, it's way past you. So thank black Jesus. Thank you black Jesus for getting the ball rolling on this. That's what we thanking you for. I would also like to thank black Jesus for auntie Maxine. I know we thanked black Jesus for auntie Maxine before, but she is always out in the streets every week, every week, always (laughs) just, just doing it for us. And, and stood up for, for black folks who have been discriminated. You know, black folks have been charged more for cars. Mm-hmm. from auto dealerships for years and years and years for more for, for anything that's negotiable um and so she was standing up for that and that's super important um and this was in the i think like in the house or something because it was against some republican dude some yeah so i'm not upset at all people who are rec- republicans but he was one of no. the make america great again republicans so oh, there's yes. that auntie maxine she shut it down and would not yield don't you dare time. talk to me like that that's yeah, she, she literally said. said that. She said, don't you dare talk to me like that. So, in chambers. I appreciate it. Which I is a very auntie thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next the next phrase would have been, you must have lost your mind. <laughs> you must have lost your goddamn mind if you Yeah. Yeah. Or everlasting, you know, whatever, whatever mind okay. you had that week. Here we go. Word, okay. Word. So for fix it, black Jesus, I would just like to lay hands 
Mm. On Mr. Kanye West. Mm. Because as much as I would like to be done, you know, with Kanye completely, I feel like there might be something in there worth salvaging. Mm. So I would just like to, to, to just put it out a word. Do you think that the Kim thing was scheduled? Her showing off her nakedness the day after he uh, went crazy on the Twitter? Oh, I missed that completely. She was naked again? Yeah, she cre you know how she do she does that every so often so that we can mm -hmm, remember her, mm -hmm. her you know, remember her booty and such. Yeah, the <laughs> very next day she posted photos of her all booty naked on the internet. You he know, attempted to break did. the internet. She did. Oh, with Lord. absolutely oh, no mention, you know, to what had happened with her husband. She just went on there and was naked. Like, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, you trying to distract us? We he he already did that. <laughs> yeah. That I'm looking, I'm like trying to understand, like just not looking forward to, I just wonder what will happen when those kids are like aware enough to understand what's happening with their parents and how mm. they will react. Mm. I'm not that's saying the parents are doing anything wrong. I'm just wondering how that's going to, you know, yeah, what, no, no, what yeah. their take on it will be. Yeah. But um, there's a theory that this is performance art that Kanye is trying to prove some sort of point very similar to the whole Joaquin Phoenix thing that happened years ago. Um, but we'll see. What are you talking about? The Joaquin he did that. Phoenix. He did that. It turned into a movie. Was, it was like, I am not here or something. I don't remember what it was called. But Joaquin Phoenix did this about. whole... Joaquin Phoenix was out in public on talk shows and late night shows or whatever, acting just real crazy. And everybody hmm. was like, what is going on with him? He must have lost his mind. And it turned out... Oh, wait, out that, that other one did that too. Um... Oh yeah, Shia LaBeouf. There we go, Shia LaBeouf. He, yeah, he's so another. That's a theory that this is like, folks have been like, oh, he's been sending us clues and telling us all the things and blah, blah, blah like whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If this is performance art, I hope it accomplishes whatever goals he's going for. I know he got a couple albums coming out. He might just be trying to sell those. I don't know, but I would just like Kanye to get through whatever this is, you know, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I want. George Bush doesn't care about black people, Kanye back. Not make America great again, Kanye, because we can't handle mm -hmm. him. I can't deal with him. After 45 was like, thanks, Kanye. My oh, approval rating much. has mm -mm. skyrocketed amongst the, I don't know if he said the blacks, although he's been known to say oh, that. Um, I was like, oh no, he yeah, did. That, that is that is why this is dangerous. It's not yep. so much yep. him being a free thinker and speaking his mind, which is what he keeps talking about, but it's you are a public figure and you actually have an impact and an effect on people. So if you make this look like, okay, like, the, like it's okay. Cause it's not, let's, let's be clear. It is not okay. Mm -hmm. um, then some people are going to maybe be like, Oh, well, you know, Kanye, but it's okay. So, you know, maybe it's okay. Like, nah, we can't. Because there are those people out there that don't think for themselves. And in fact, will only mimic the thoughts and actions of those that influence them. And so if Kanye mm -hmm. is that person for that individual that has very few thoughts in their brain, in their brains, then, nope, you only get one brain. Um, <laughs> then I'm therein sure lies the problem. <laughs> therein lies the problem. All right, well, moving on to black creatives. Um, in the vein of all of this, you know, foolery happening in the world, Donald Glover. Oh yeah. Yeah, whose oh, um, yeah, musician name or rapper name is Childish Gambino, released, um, he was the host 
and musical performance guest on SNL. And while he was on SNL, he re released the video for one of the songs he performed, which is This Is America. And if you haven't seen it, I guess we shouldn't spoil it for you. I feel like you've probably seen it by now because it's, it's a been all over the internet. It ain't a movie. It's going to be all right. Um, but it is a very strongly, it, there's a lot of strong imagery in it. Um, and it alludes to a whole lot of things and it's just got lots and lots of layers. And it, I think it's a really good representation of the black experience. Um, and there's lots of think pieces about it. If you want to mm. dive deeper into the meanings. Um, but yeah. And I would also like to point out he's, you know, a pretty good dancer, all things considered. Um, I mean, but there has been controversy around this because of things he has said in the past, because he's also a stand-up comedian um, in relation to, and even in his songs, because I I have a few of his albums mm -hmm. um, on my phone regarding um, preferring Asian women to Black women, uh, Black women, I believe, smelling like burnt weave, things of that sort, which has divided I'll say the community the black community because it's like wait a minute why are we why is he put why would we support this individual who's had all of these negative things to say about our culture um and admittedly I'm on the fence I did not know those things about him I recently became a fan of his music within the past two or three years Same. um and I've been his music obviously this was pre-redbone um and i've watched a couple of his stand-ups that were on netflix i think they might still be on there because this was less than a few months ago that i watched them but it does have me wondering like hold up am i to forget what you said in the past because it's not as if he said like he's he what Barbara bush said so I'm he didn't say he didn't Barbara bush ain't family i don't care what that woman says Childish get or Donald Glover on the other hand. Fair point. And that's why he gets more leeway. Exactly. So that which is why I'm like, hold up. There needs to be some sort of responsibility for that. Cause it's not as if he's apologized or and I get it, he's a comedian. So there is a little bit of um of of play that they get there because they're comedians, but how much of that was true? And then how much of this video is him just trying? I mean, the imagery is gonna grasp at anybody, whether mm -hmm. you're white, black, otherwise. And so he could just be profiting off of the fact that he knows people are gonna watch that video. Like there's a but lot- isn't that part of the point? I don't know this man. I don't know if that is a part of the point. And I when guess... he was, so yeah, I'm, I'm on the fence as to whether or not him creating a video with that imagery was done strictly for profit's sake because obviously it's going to grasp a lot of attention or if it was done with some sort of social responsibility you know in his mind or in his heart well i yes. think i mean i guess for me that's one of the layers where that's for me that's part of the point where it's like it doesn't like it doesn't matter what these rappers say or what they do as long as it's catchy or they're dancing pretty or whatever people are gonna throw money at it. And like one of the lyrics is, my grandma told me make their money black man, you know, like he's making his money. Mm -hmm. And are we to fault him for that? Maybe we are, you know, maybe we're not. But does that mean we're not gonna spend our money on it? I mean, I'm not spending my money on it. 
Right, but but I mean as a collective, you, Laura Solis, okay. are yeah, as a one collective. of the more conscious individuals on this planet. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm on the fence with him. I've enjoyed his artistry in the past. Um, he's obviously a talented individual, but I guess because I don't know where his mind is at, and I don't know whether or not he is, he thinks he owes us anything for having said these things. He probably doesn't. Cause one of the uh, one of the lyrics he says, I don't remember the name of the song, but it's one of my preferred ones of his. Um, he's like, it sounds weird, like nigger with a hard R. Like he is, he speaks about race in his music. He does. Yeah. Um, and he does so in a way that I liked. But now I'm like, I don't know, Donald. I don't know, Mr. Gambino. I don't know. But I guess we shall see what comes of this. Because this is still pretty fresh. And he hasn't really spoken much about it in detail. He's been very, I don't want to say elusive, but he has given you no depth into what he was hoping the response would be and what his intention was behind it. So I guess we shall um, see. The name of that song, by the way, is Bonfire. If you want to go. There we go. Thank you. And or much appreciated. But yeah, I mean, I think that's enough talking about this for the most part. But I think if I had to add anything, to me, it sounds like he, like those comments can probably be chalked up to him just being bitter about all of the rejection that he's publicly spoken about from black women. Mm. Um, and I feel like, yes, as a comedian, <clears throat> like I feel like Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy and whoever have made detrimental black women like funny type like they smell like burnt weed like that sounds like something that they would say and get away with but we don't expect them we're not holding them to the same standards as um donald glover because he's also trying to be this like woke conscious like spokesperson i guess for black people so we're trying to hold him at this um this this level and the standard which uh, maybe we should me I don't know. For me, in part, I will admit it has to do with age. Um, to say that there are certain things that people say and do or did in a different, era. a different generation, and but he should era. know better. And he should know better. He's okay. What is he? Thirty-four years old or something? Yeah, he's not that um, much older than us. And so it's like you should know better. But again, mm. it's art, so it's kind of like I'm going to take a step back a and continue area. to observe. He said What's some other problematic on? things, but we can talk about that another day. <clears throat> All right. Oh, I wanted to talk about, so, oh, so Will Smith, right? I think I said this before. Maybe not. He started a YouTube channel and I was one of his first like 5,000 fans. I just need y'all to know. I feel, I feel like somehow that yeah, makes me famous. Sure. I'm not, I'm not famous though. Um, so then he got an Instagram. Will Smith has always been one of my favorites because he's very motivational and he lives life on a whole nother level. He is hype 1000. Okay. And so I do feel like this was a part of a greater, not scheme, but this was well thought out because now Jada Pinkett Smith, who I think was on Instagram at one point, she's now on Instagram. Um, and she is promoting a new talk show that she has with her mom and her and daughter. Her daughter. Yeah. And I think it's amazing that we get to see these three generations of black women discussing, you know, anything right. that they care for. So like, they're talking about sex. They're talking about relationships. Jada is going to be like, there's going to be an episode where she talks to the mother of, Will's yeah. first son and talking about Nobody knows that poor child. Okay. Carry on. 
and it's I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. Um, yeah. but, but he was in the Jessica Tupo video, way. so he got a little shine. But keep going. <laughs> um, but I just think that's great. So the name of the show is called Red Table Talk. Um, and it's on Facebook Watch, whatever that is. But if you go I on Jada Pinkett's, watch, but I'll talk about that another I don't, I, I try to live less of my life on Facebook. So, but I will make exceptions for Jada and the Smith family, um, because they're beautiful and they're black and they, and they're entertaining, um, and there's substance there. And I really appreciate that. So yeah, Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> okay, sweet. Um, Swiss Beats, who, by the way, I mean, if you don't know him, you don't know good black music. That's my opinion. I might be partial to him because Swiss Beats is from the Bronx. Holla! Anyhow, he's looking to get $5,000 to 20 artists to produce their art shows. Now, there's no catch here. He literally is saying, I will give you $5,000 for you to go do you wherever you want to do that. So whether that means you are a visual artist who does you know, paintings and so forth, and you want to have a pop-up show at the laundromat on your block, but you need $5,000 to make sure that pops off and to continue your career. Cool. If you need $5,000 to start your own podcast, for example, and it's not like he's looking to be your manager. He's not looking to collect your future coins. It's like, here's your $5,000. Vaya con Dios. Go with God. Go with Black Jesus and live your best life. Of course, he wants you to like fill out a little application and so forth. But I think this is wonderful. I feel like there's a trend going on, one that I support very much, where folks are looking to support others for the sake of supporting others and to help diversify the world that we live in as far as art is concerned. I mean, people already steal our music and steal our fashion and steal you know, the way that we speak and make it trendy. How about we fund our own and make it happen. So I'm very, I think it's awesome. I mean, I don't know where you go to look it up, but Google Swiss Beats and I'm sure you'll find it. Um, yeah. It's really he's funny. on Instagram as the real Swizz, S-W-I-Z-Z-Z, um, where he listed a video about it. So it's all, and it's called the Dean Collection. Dean, like Three a college Z's? dean. Three Z's. Yes. Yeah, it's um, wow. But yeah, if you go to at the Dean <laughs> collection on Instagram, you'll be able to learn more because that's what he's calling it. It's called the Dean collection. I don't know what the why, but it is what it is. And did you know that he went to Harvard? I did not. He recently went to Harvard um, and he didn't get in the first time. He had to apply twice. So I'm saying they didn't just let him in because he cool. They let him in because there was some value and some valor and he obviously worked his ass off to make that happen. But anyway. Good for him. And there's that. I'm probably going to apply for that. <laughs> oh, I was like, to go to Harvard? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I ain't trying to go back to Boston. Mm -mm. No, no, no. <laughs> we did that once. Okay. We, we, we've done that phase. Been of there, life. done that. Got it. Yeah. Got it. But Harvard Got it. is a great school, I hear. <laughs> I've heard good things. I've heard good things. All right. Um, so I think that'll do it for this episode of Fix It Black Jesus. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, and we will catch you next time. Feel free to reach out to us with any questions you may have at Fix It Black Jesus on all three of those social media platforms. Do you have anything to add, Ms. Laura? I have some emails and messages, some DMs to respond to. Much appreciated for reaching out. You will get a response. Thank you, you for all caring right. about us. Peace out. I'm Aisha.
I'm Laura Solis. And this was Fix It Black Jesus. Bye. Bye. Please fix it, Black Jesus. Uh,